0: This is HuskerOnline.com,
1: your authority on Nebraska athletics.
0: And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, as we're talking basketball. Nebraska lost 86-83 Tuesday night to Penn State, and um, it's the only win Nebraska's had all year. Earlier it was on the road at Penn State, Robin, but um, almost a record night for Teddy Allen. I mean, if, if you're just trying to find – Glimmers of positivity from this very difficult month of February for Nebraska basketball. 41 points for Teddy Allen. Uh, That Pajkowski record from my eighth grade year. I still remember rushing home from St. Peter and Paul grade school to watch that game when Pajkowski threw up those 42. It was the afternoon game in Kemper Arena, and that record still stands. But Teddy Allen, very close to getting that record. uh, 41 points.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had it, multiple opportunities if he really wanted it, to break that record. Where you know he had a chance to you know throw up a layup, but instead dished it out uh, for you know a nice basket to one of his teammates, and that's the reason why he finished with a career high six assists. And so you combine. 41 points, which uh, I guess <laughs> there's plenty of records with that. Even though he didn't catch Pike, it's uh, the most ever in a, in a home game, in a regular season game, t- or ties Alex March for regular season game. Uh, and you know, he made the most field goals uh, in, in Pinnacle Bank Arena history. Uh, and, you know, you just go down the list. But when you pair it with the, the other production he had, he led the team in rebounds. He led the team in assists. You could make the case that that was one of the best all-around se- like individual performances, Nebraska basketballs had when you take into account the volume of scoring and then all the other production. In fact, to put his numbers into perspective, uh, this was a great stat uh, that Seamus McKnight, the SID, uh, put out last night um, on Tuesday night. Was there's only been four players since 2010-11 that have had that many points, that many assists, and that many rebounds in a game, and the other three, along with Teddy Allen, are Ben Simmons, Trey Young. And, uh, oh gosh, I think I'm missing the other one. Anyway, uh, it's another big time name. And so, uh, that is his rare company for, for him to be in that club. And so, I mean, for that type of performance to end in a loss was so frustrating. I mean, if they would have won that game, that would have gone down in the record books as maybe the best performance, and I still think it is. But that loss definitely tarnished. Now
0: he took 24 shots, Robin. When's Made the last 16? When's the last time a player for Nebraska's had 24 more field goal attempts? Does that I mean does that happen? Yeah, really?
1: I mean he tied the the record for. Um, most overall made field goals and the I can't remember the other guy who did it but it was he also was 16 to 24 because Piaskowski, so when you go guy.
0: back I mean he he was like automatic from the free throw line so Piaskowski could draw fouls and, and he was going to make all of his free throws and um, but that it just tells you how hard it is to get 42 that this record has stood for well over 20 25 years now and and Teddy Allen did about everything possible to get that record.
1: Well, like I said, I mean, he passed up shots, too. Like, he he had every opportunity to break that record, probably break it by a, a few points. But instead, I mean, he, he was playing actually team basketball. I know people are accusing him of being selfish. But when you're shooting 66% from the floor and you're hitting at that type of clip where you're making – 15 of your first 19 points. Uh, I mean, you got to feed that guy. I mean, that's what Teddy Allen was brought here to do was to be a volume scorer who could literally take the game over by himself. And uh, this was the best example yet. There's been plenty of examples of the other side to it where, uh, you know, you can get the bad Teddy and he'll go one to 10 from the field and uh, look completely out of sync with the rest of the offense and get benched for a game. Uh, but this is the good side. I mean, this is the, this is the reason why you take that risk with a guy like Teddy. Cause when he is dialed in, like that, he can be one of the most electric scorers in the Big Ten Conference. And the only other player that scored as many points as um, Teddy Allen did last night was Luca Garza. And he did that against Southern. Teddy did in the Big Ten game.
0: You're listening here to the Husker Line Show. We talk Nebraska basketball with Robin Washett um Robin my next question is McGowns and Banton or Banton I mean it feels like their production their productivity has just kind of slowly tailed off I mean what do you attribute that to why they haven't been as consistent at times uh, because I feel like that's the missing piece for Nebraska to take that next step and, and win some of these games.
1: That's yeah, the story of the season. They've yet to have all of their guys clicking at once, and it seems like they just cycle in where, uh, you know, Teddy's going through a slump, and, you know, Trey McGowan's is playing really well. And now Teddy's playing well, and Trey's going through a slump, and Delano Banton's playing. I mean, he's had some of the biggest struggles of his season so far in fact back-to-back games uh, he's set season lows for minutes he played 19 against uh, Purdue that was his first time this season playing under 20 minutes then he only played 13 uh, in in the last time out uh, against Penn State and so I mean clearly he's regressing right now and going through uh, a really noticeable funk to where uh, it's hard for Nebraska to play him. I mean, he he played 13 minutes, took two shots, missed them both, had two turnovers and and a rebound, and, you know, that's one of your most productive players across the board. He's second on the team in scoring, leads the team in rebounding, leads the team in blocks, uh, and really has done everything for them up to this point. And suddenly uh, he's just all out of sorts. And now, you know, you pair that with, you know, Thor playing his best basketball of the season. And so those minutes are kind of getting eaten up to where Delano's not really been in the equation. He started every game and he started the first and second half against Penn State. But, uh, you know, to play that few of minutes for a guy that should be taking on a key, key role as really the only quote unquote point guard on the team. Uh, That says a lot about just the level of trust right now Nebraska has in Delano to do what he's supposed to do.
0: I mean, in the end, Robin, do you think nine games over 18 days, I mean, that was the stretch after Penn State. I mean, is this good for the program? I mean, what good do you think is going to come out of just having this type of stretch they've had to go through?
1: Well, I mean, any minute you're playing together is good uh, because, you know, the big issue the last two years was you have a roster that has no Big Ten experience. Well, they're (laughs) getting that and then some. This year and just playing basketball together as a team, going through adversity together. And the most important part about this is how they've continued to fight through it. Uh, there's been multiple opportunities for this team to quit and just cash their chips and say, you know what, this sucks, we're done. Uh, let's move on to the off season, and they haven't. I mean, you, for them to play the way that they have you know, with this type of record being one and thirteen, uh, and just really drudging through uh, unprecedented uh, difficult schedule and circumstances, I think it says a lot about the character of of this team and and the job that you know, Fred Hoiberg and his staff have done of keeping this thing together. Now that has to continue. Obviously you're not done yet and it's not going to get any easier. And if they're, you know, let the, the weight of this losing streak or, you know, the, the, the record wear them down, you're still going to run into the same issue of potentially losing the locker room this late in the season. So they just got to keep their heads above water, find, Things like Teddy Allen going off and uh, the emergence of Thor and, uh, you know, the development of Eduardo Andre and and those types of silver linings as things you can hang your hat on and say, look, this is, these are things that we can build around going forward. This season is what it is. It's been a disaster. Uh, It's not gone the way anybody wanted it to, but we can still find positives. And, you know, going into next year, they will not have any issue with. Being battle tested, I mean, these guys have gone through as much as any collective group has gone through in a season, and if they're able to come out of it together and still, you know, competing, I think that's a win in itself. That helps you set the tone and helps you build the culture for the future.
0: Nebraska home on Saturday versus Minnesota six o'clock game, and then Monday home versus Rutgers, which will be their final home game of the season before going out to Iowa and then Northwestern. I'd imagine they. They might just stay on the road, Robin. When they're out at Iowa and just go right to Northwestern, um, it's almost on the way. But um, yeah. look, looking at just the senior day, Robin, I mean, how does it work with basketball? I mean, is it the same? I mean, are guys getting a free year this year in basketball too, or th- this year I'd assume counts, right?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, because they got to play a full season, so um, there's there's not that yet for basketball. But I think that there's certainly the possibility of a waiver, uh, you know, especially. If teams uh, that missed a substantial part of their season due to you know sitting out with COVID and all that stuff Uh, so I don't think it's like a free carte blanche deal where everybody gets a free year but the idea is that if you want to you can pretty easily probably get a waiver to get another year but I just don't know with Nebraska's two seniors Kobe Webster and Thor that Trevor Lakes Lakes, he's, he was already going to have a year. He got a waiver for So he'll year. have one more year. Yeah, yeah. So he, he was going to redshirt this year anyway, but basically with the circumstance, they said, you know what, he <laughs> basically get a free pass. They said, why not? So Kobe
0: Wetz, I mean, he'll be done.
1: I would assume so. Like Thor for sure, I think.
0: He is, played well against Penn State at times. Hit yeah, a couple no, shots. Thor,
1: Thor's been playing, like I said, his best basketball yet. And uh, he was a non-factor for a while there where I don't even know what he was bringing to the table but he's turned it around big time to where he's knocking down shots. He's making smart basketball plays and he's playing a ton of minutes. And like I said, taking advantage of, you know, paired with Delano Banton's struggles, uh, he's had a a pretty significant role. So that's been good to see. Uh, But with those two guys, I, you know, I don't see the likelihood of them coming back and um, you know, with Nebraska's already over-signed by one, they would have to do a lot of roster shuffling to bring them back anyway. All right.
0: Well, it's going to be another busy stretch here as Nebraska tries to, Finish up here this 2021 season. When we come back, we'll take your questions in the mailbag. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.